matter what comes up, I will stand for God. No matter the pressure that is applied, I will stand for God. No matter what, I mean, I will maintain my position. Did you know there were different crowns available for believers in heaven? Find out how the message Jesus had for the Church of Smyrna is so timely and relevant to us today. Now, Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. All right, so in this season, we've been looking at the various churches in Revelations and the message that Jesus had for them. Today, we'll look at the church of Laodicea, and the message is, return to your first love. Return to your first love. Somebody say, I used to say I should go back to my college uh, first love or high school. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. <laughs> as a different, stay with, <laughs> stay put. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, let's get into our Bible lesson. Revelations 2, Revelations 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is so good. I'm, I, I'm, I just love Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, so we've talked about, we talked about, uh, we looked at the church of Pegamos, we've looked at the church of Philadelphia, last week we looked at the church of Semina, and, and it's interesting, those people were going through a difficult time, but he told them that, look, you are rich, you are blessed. Every Christian is, is blessed, rich beyond anything that you can think about. Don't get scared of that, that, that word, rich, it's, it's a Bible word. He's blessed us so much. With so much. Thank you, Lord. And through us, he wants us to be a blessing. Revelation 2.8. Thank you, Lord. It says, to the angel of the church at Ephesus, write, These things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands, I know your works, your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear those who are evil, and you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not, and have found them liars. And you have persevered and have, and have patience and have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. Remember therefore from where, when you are fallen, repent and do the first works or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent." But this you have, that you hate the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Thank God for his word. Amen. All right, let me give you a background um, about Ephesus, the city of Ephesus. Let's put up that map, please. Um, you see, Ephesus was a, well, at the time, um, this was written, was a city which was populated with about 250,000 people. And it was a very significant and important city uh, in then, then Asian Minor. See where it is right there on the coast um, to the west, not was where the sea that John had all these revelations. And out of Ephesus, there were roads to all these other cities, seven churches that he was, he was, he was, he was talking about. To Semana, Laodicea, Philadelphia, Saldis, Tartar, all these places. And it was so important strategically that when the governor of the Asia, then Asia world was elected, even though his seat was in Pergamos or Pergamon, he had to go, go to Ephesus first before he will go and take his seat in Pergamos. And you see, 
it's so important to realize that. Now, so, God is very strong. Let the apostle Paul to Ephesus to go and plant the church. Because he knew that there were roads to all these places. And if you get to Ephesus, you can, I mean, get to all the other places. You see, no matter what you are doing, no matter where you are in life, God has the plan. Jesus has the plan. And if you work with him in any area of your life, he will give you the strategy that you need per time. Very, 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 very important. They had a God in that city that they worship. But once you got Ephesus, pretty much you, 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 got, to the, you got to the other places. So that gives, that, that, that gives us a background to, 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 to where we are going. So the Holy Spirit, knowing that, took that place first, in, in, in that place. And then it, it became, I mean, they were so blessed, he used it to reach out, and all these other churches were planted from that church in, in Ephesus. Very significant to, to realize that. Now, he says that these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand who walks in the midst of the seven golden lampstands? I know your works. And it's similar to what he kept telling the other churches. Your labor, your patience, and that you cannot bear with those who are evil. And you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. Now, so, so, so because of the strategic nature of the city of Ephesus, one of the things that some of a lot of Christians kept coming through, and in, and and one of the things that also happened was if people wanted to spread false doctrine and infiltrate the other churches, they, their desire was to get to Ephesus first and get validation from the leadership in Ephesus because if they knew that they had validation from there, they could get into the other churches. But this church was very strong doctrinally. So, for instance, he says here that you have tested those who say they are apostles and are not and have found them liars. It means you've taken, if, when you go to, um, to Ephesus and you said you're an apostle, they will test you to make sure that you have the right credentials. You are, you are really who you, you say you are. Because these people, what they wanted to do was come in there, get the validation, and then go and exercise um, and, and infiltrate those places. So he said they've tested them. They were very strong from a doc doctrinal standpoint. And they also knew because of Ephesus, the strategic nature, and because of the route that they had, they had to go through Ephesus first. Does that help, help us understand the, the, the background? Okay. Now he goes on to say, I know your works, your labor, your patience. Thank God, thanks be to God, God knows us. You may be watching online or you may be here and you may be, may be even in a difficult place season. I can assure you by the word of the living God that God knows you personally. Amen. I keep coming back to the, that point because it's so important. Don't think, don't think that God has left you. No, 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 no. If you, you, if you leave, that's a different thing. He knows your works. And that word works there, it's significant to notice that also really, you see, when you, you, you get salvation and the things that God has already provided as free gifts, you don't have to work for those things. 
But when you become born again, when you come into the kingdom of God, the things that you do is what he's calling your work. So he's observing this church. He's, he's been in the church. He knows them. He, I, I'm observing your activities. I know you. And this information, when that word know, that, that's, it's, not, it's not secondhand information that somebody passed to me. I know it from firsthand information from having observed you. So he says, I know your works. Thank God he knows each and every one of us. He knows your highs and he knows your lows. He knows the things that you are faced with, the things that you are going through. You are never left alone. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Then he says, your labor. These people were very hardworking. This was a very hardworking church. Out of Ephesus, they planted churches. They were sending missionaries. They were training leaders. Very hardworking for the Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus. How would you like Jesus to describe you like that? <laughs> now, this person is very hardworking. They, I mean, they work very hard. When it comes to working for me... They, they, work, they work very hard. In this season, we've been talking about 1 Corinthians 6.15. Some people were devoted, one whole household, were solely devoted to God. The King James says, addicted to the ministry. <laughs> Some people are like that. <laughs> Somebody's looking at me and saying, maybe I think you're like that. <laughs> and then he says, your patience. That word patience in the, in the Greek literally means your endurance. It literally means you are at a place where you refuse to give up your position. You refuse to give up no matter what comes against you. Let me read it. It says, patience, that word is hopomon in the Greek. And it means to stay or to abide, to remain in one spot, to keep a position, to, to resolve to maintain territory that has been gained. In a military sense, to picture soldiers who were ordered to maintain their position even in the face of fierce combat, to defiantly stick it out regardless of the pressure mounted against it, endurance, staying power, hanging their power, the attitude that holds out, holds on, outlasts, perseveres, and hangs in there, never giving up, refusing to surrender to obstacles, I like that, and turning down every opportunity to quit. It pictures one who is under a heavy load, but refuses to bend, break, or surrender because he is convinced that the territory, promise, or principle under assault rightfully belongs to him. That's this word patient. It's, it's, it's loaded. Refusing this, you have taken your position and you are not going to give up. No matter the pressure that is applied, no matter what comes up, you are standing for God. May that be your testimony in this season in the name of Jesus. I said, may that be your testimony in the name of Jesus. No matter what comes up, I will stand for God. No matter the pressure that is applied, I will stand for God. No matter what, I mean, I will maintain my position. The assault may be on in any area of my life, but I refuse to give up my position. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will continue to labor for God. I will continue to serve my God. I will continue to be devoted to God, no matter what comes. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. 
We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs, and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Let's continue this insightful message. The people that endure, those are the ones that receive the promises. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you receive his promises in your life. Let's keep going here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There's a lot in, in this. Glory be to the name of the Lord. And he says, and you cannot bear with those who are evil. With those who are evil. You cannot stand those who are evil. And he goes on to talk about the apostles. Then he goes, goes on to say, and you have persevered and have patience. And have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. Is it the apostle Paul planted this church and then later on Timothy assumed the pastor of the church. And this letter was written about 30 or 40 years after, after the, the church was planted. So he goes on to say that you are, ve you are very hardworking. Verse 4, nevertheless, I have this against you that you have left your first love. When he talks about, I know your works, your labor, your patience in the Greek, it's, it's, it's personalized to them. He says, I know the labor of you. I know the works of you. I know that I, it's, it's unique to you. You see, it, it, it's, it's unique to you. And then he, he, goes on to, he goes on to say, thank you, Lord. I have this against you that you have left your first love. The Greek literally says, the love of the first. The love of the first. The kind of person and the kind of zeal that you had for me, some way, somehow, you have lost it along the way. The all that you have for, you have for me. You've gotten too busy with working for me. You've gotten too busy with, with the daily affairs of life. Some way, somehow, you've lost the all of it all. Remember when you first came to the Lord? The person and the, you, you, you said, Lord, anything you want, I'll do it for you. Remember the time that you just used to sit in his presence and just worship him. Remember when you were first filled with the Holy Spirit, how you used to, 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 to just walk and, and, and just, I want to pray all the time. The idea there is, like somebody I mean, I mean, th 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 somebody, for instance, like for instance, a, 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 a man sees a woman, they fall in love, they, they, are, they, they, they just love each other, they get married, and after they get married, the husband gets so busy with working and doing all these things, he neglects the wife and he neglects the kids. So he's interested in working and providing and doing what he's supposed to do, but some way, somehow... He's, 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 I mean, the people and the kids are like, I want to play with you. I want to just enjoy you. The wife is like, please have time. I mean, don't be too busy. But he's just busy working, working, working. This is the state that these people are falling in. 
you, you see, you see maintain that law. <laughs> there are benefits to it. For instance, even Pastor Paul, I think he said, when we were dating, I would open the door for her. <laughs> I still open the door for her because I discovered that there are benefits <laughs> in still keeping the door, opening the door for her. <laughs> the first law. And, 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 and re re recently, uh, we, were, we were going through our archives, and then I, I saw it. We saw some notes we were exchanging um, because when we first got married, when we, when we were dating, as soon as we started dating, I went to London for like 18 months. So a lot of our dating time was distant. And I, we saw some of the notes that we were writing to each other, and I was like, wow, I said, woman of God. Hey, these are the notes you were writing. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Somebody said, Pastor, what kind of anointing have you brought to church today? <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> He's saying that don't lose your first love. We are still like that. <laughs> don't lose your first love. The love of the first. I remember how you were in awe of me. How you used to just love me. Don't get too busy that you neglect me. Don't do that. I pray that will not happen to you in the name of Jesus. You see, it's so, it's so important. And so many times when we come to, when we come to God at first, we just, we just, we, we love him. We adore him. We want to do, Lord, any, anything that you want me to do, I'll do. But as time goes on, things, things creep in. Tell, go with me to Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13. Notice this. There's, there's some important, important things there that, that God wants us to see. Jeremiah 2, 13. Notice this. He says, for my people, you see, let me give you a background. Jeremiah was called the weeping prophet. He kept weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping for the children of Israel. Return to God, return to God, return to God, return to God. Return. God had poured his love on Israel, but he had just forsaken him. So when he gets here, he says, for my people have committed two evils. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living water. And notice this, and hume themselves, cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. And then, you see, the fountain of living water stands for living water stands for the word of God. You see, when people leave God, they substitute. We substitute with something else. He says, "There are two evils you've done. You've come. You've forsaken me, the fountains of living water, and have hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water." You've forsaken me somewhere, somewhere along the line. You've left me and you've submitted a substitute. May that not be your testimony. We substituted the, our relationship with God with so many things. Broken systems that cannot hold any water. Let's keep going here. Then he goes on to say, notice this in verse 21, in the same Jeremiah 2.21. Notice what he says. Thank you, Lord. He says, yet I had planted you a noble vine, a seed of highest quality. How then have you turned for me? God had explanted them as a good vine. He was expecting good fruit from it. But then he looked down and it's like, what kind of fruit is this? 
Then he goes on to say, thank you, Lord Jesus. He goes on to say in, in verse 24, notice this, verse 24. He says that, he says, a wild donkey used to the wilderness that sniffs at the wind in her desire, in her time of meeting, who can turn her away? All those who seek her will weary themselves. Donkey, very crafty. He says he, he say that he sniffs, he sniffs at the wind. You see, when people leave, leave God, they, they, I mean, it's the, the lie. I mean, you can look at people that they used to serve God faithfully, and for some reason, they disconnected, and you can, you can see that. It's a downward, downward hill from there. And, and it's, it's, it's something that we should all, it's very important to be, to, to, be, to be cognizant of so it doesn't happen. You can easily slip out of your first love. And then, notice this, verse 32. He says, notice this. He says, can a virgin forget her ornament or her bride, or a bride her attire? Yet my people have forgotten me days without number. You see, when women go out, very rarely would they go out without their accessories. <laughs> Forget. He's saying that these people have forgotten. A virgin, a bride has gone out without her ornaments. They have gone for days without number. Days, you see, and it starts, it's, it's, it's a very slow process that starts. You see, there's no signboard anywhere that says, hell, 200 meters ahead, watch out. <laughs> there's no sign like that. No, 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 no. So when you start sliding, it's when you get out of the routines, usually reading the Bible, praying, staying connected, fellowshipping, coming to church, all these things. That's a slow process. And then he, he, he used the term backslide. You don't find that term in the new term, but he used that. It's a very good term because you, it, you start sliding. It's a slow process. And it gone, but at the time you realize you've gone days. And you, you look at yourself. You say, how did I end up here? <laughs> in, in 1 Corinthians 10, 12, it talks about the fact that let him who, 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 who thinks he stands, take heed lest he falls. Be very, it starts with, stay focused on Jesus. If you take your eyes off of Jesus, and if you lose that first love, uh, it, it's, 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 not even, it's not even a funny thing. If, if, if someone is, is, is navigating an aircraft, and they put in the wrong direction, instead of, if they're headed for Alaska, just a small twist in, uh, on the panel can cause you to end up in the sea or someplace. <laughs> that you don't want to end up. Receive the grace to stand and maintain your position in these days and times in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, he says you have forgotten, you have left your first love. That, means it's, 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 that word left there, it's, it's, not, it's not a deliberate abandonment. It's a slow process. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will stand. May you stand in the name of Jesus. May you stand in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let's go back. Let's go to our, fr our friends here. There's a lot. Let the, our friends in Ephesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, so he tells them, that remember therefore from where you have fallen. Remember. That word remember there is like a monument. 
Sometimes it's using for a gravesite. It's used for a significant monument. Go back. Remember. Don't forget where you used to be. He says, remember where you have from where you have fallen. Remember. Remember his goodness. Remember his kindness. Remember how you used to walk with me. Remember how you were in love and you loved me. But some way, somehow, remember. Good. We trust you were blessed by this message. To listen to the entirety of this message, search for Word Mission Church International on YouTube. There you can subscribe to never miss another sermon. You can also listen to the entire series on our YouTube page. On Facebook, find Word Mission Church International. Connect with us for live prayer sessions. On wordmissionchurchinternational.org, we invite you to take advantage of amazing resources. Simply text RADIO to 719-496-4930. Connect with us and receive Christian resources like scripture prayer cards, free book download, and more.